Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from MacBlue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. And I'm Wajahat Ali, and I can I can kind of see your face through the Blade Runner 24-9 or, or you're very orange, Daniel. Why are you so orange and hazy? You know, I would love to say that it's a new filter that I'm using, but it's the new filter that Mother Earth is using as she's screaming uh, as wildfires persist in Quebec, Canada, that have sent New York City, where I am, into being labeled as having the worst air quality in the world yay. right now. So yay, we're number one. <laughs> number we're number one. one. I mean, who needs air? No one. Um, it's overrated. Uh, you know, it was funny because I posted a video, Waj, um, off of my uh, patio because I haven't gone out. I was outside for 10 minutes and just sitting on my patio. And then I noticed chest uh, tightness in my chest. So I was just like, okay, so that's a wrap. Um, came inside, wow. shut all of the windows, and then watched during the course of the day as the sky went from hazy to apocalyptic yellow, which is a different shade. I don't know if you've seen that shade before, but apocalyptic yellow, uh, and then back to haze. But it is, um, New York has been wild this week, to say the least. And one of my followers said, this is what it used to look like in the 60s and 70s before we had the EPA. And which said, which is which wow. is which is currently being gutted Correct. by right-wing money and the Supreme Court uh because uh they're in bed with big gas and oil that don't want regulation and the Supreme Court well it's going to kill a affirmative action it also killed uh, our ability to regulate clean air and water. And yeah. lo and behold, Mother Nature, God, Chismuth is like, okay, here's karma for you. And, uh, you know, California is my home state. Californians have been suffering, Daniel, mm -hmm. for the last couple of years. Mm -hmm. And Donald Trump and Republicans mocked them mm -hmm. as wildfires ravaged acres, killed people, killed wildlife, and created this exact apocalyptic Auburn haze. This new yeah. filter for the 21st century. And, and, no, and the Californians aren't saying, I told you so, but they're empathizing. And now they're saying, well, now that it's affecting the power base of D.C. and New York, maybe they'll care. And will yeah. they? I don't think so. I don't know. But I do know that, you know, as I've been 
kind of uh, dealing with my own, okay, I guess it's time to put the mask back on and shut all the windows. And I said, wow, let me post a video to let people know outside is not safe again. And this isn't just like, oh, I'm too close to a campfire. It's, you know, the particles that are in the air can get into your lungs, get into your bloodstream and are really dangerous, not Mm. just for those that are at high risk with asthma or children or the elderly, but everyone. And this is the product of climate change. Mm. What is happening in Canada is that they had the hottest spring on record and it was incredibly dry. It sparked wildfires that are the worst that the country has ever seen. Mm. And this is the product of that. This is all a chain reaction. And when we think, again, much like COVID, oh, what happens oh, what happens across the pond doesn't affect me. What happens above you know, the country uh, doesn't affect me. Yes, the fuck it does. Because right? last and time I checked, we still live on the same earth. We still live on the same earth. And guess what? Air is really important. And, you know, and this is going to be something that continues. So while it's the first time that we on the East Coast in New York and the surrounding areas, 100 million people are affected. California, to your point, has been dealing with this for for years hmm. and it's going to get worse. Yep. Right. And because the, the, and the results of that. Yeah, the result of that is going to be, you know, there were several things that were canceled today. Schools, um, you know, were were put on advisory notices. Uh, games were canceled. Flights were delayed. And you will see the ripple effect not just be these little incidentary things, but it will get bigger and bigger and bigger as time goes on and the planet continues to get warmer. Let me tell you what's happening in Virginia. Uh, just to accentuate that point, we got this email. Uh, from uh, our county saying that recess for our children will be indoors today because the air quality is so bad. So that's what we're dealing with in Virginia, right? So we have climate change that is warming up the earth. As it's warming up the earth, melting tarmacs, which is going to affect global transport, right? Which is going to kill off wildlife, which is going to kill off crops. So think about the the economy, the global economy that's going to suffer. Think about, oh, I don't know, livestock and food. Once there's no uh, habitable land, those people have to move somewhere. They're not mm-hmm. Aquaman, Daniel. They can't swim. So mm. you're going to get climate change refugees who will have light skin melanin for once. What's going to happen to them? And as the earth continues to warm, because we just got that frigging terrifying report two weeks ago that we're about to witness in the next five years, the, the hottest temperatures ever recorded. Uh, how are you going to work, right? How are you going to go outside? Uh, how are you going to breathe air? How are you going to drink water? Uh, where are you going to live, folks? And and and, and Daniel's point, right? Because we sometimes forget, and we're human beings. We sometimes say, eh, it ain't bothering me. I'm overwhelmed. I got my bills to pay. I got student loans. I got kids. Two of the biggest unfortunate perpetrators of greenhouse mm-hmm. gas, gas emissions, China. And want to mm-hmm. take the, the, the guess? Who's number two? Does it begin with a U? <laughs> yes, it's, it's my pronoun, USA, according to yeah! Harrison Faulkner. You'll ask why you pay me the big money, Harrison Faulkner, yes. the black token woman who's being uh, who's replacing Tucker Carlson for his show right now, said that my pronouns are USA. Can't make this shit up, but I digress. We'll talk about that in a second. Um, <laughs> but the people who are being affected by it, right? Uh, Pakistan, which is responsible for less than mm. 1%. Uh, yep. Horn of Africa, responsible for less than 1%. Western Europe, Daniel, that's actually doing a good job. Hottest records on Earth because we share the same Earth, but we are 
friggin' hijacked by the yeah. quote unquote economic anxiety and greed and cruelty of a minority. And speaking of the the cruelty that hijacks Americans and our children, uh, I would assume as a mm-hmm. parent, fellow parents who want to protect their children, would care about climate change. It's literally affecting us right now. We just spent the first five minutes talking about it. I would assume that they would care about gun violence. Just, oh, this week, another mass shooting at a friggin' high school graduation in Virginia. Yep. But do you know the greatest threat, Danielle, according to Nikki Haley, who appeared on a CNN town hall? What is the greatest threat? Not gun violence and climate change. It's not gun violence. It's not climate change. It's not economic stability. Um, let me let me think. Let me think. Is it? Oh, drag queens, transgender folks, drag queens, and the butt sex. <laughs> you can't make this shit up. You really yeah. can't. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about CNN. Can we for, uh, briefly? Yes, please go. Uh, uh, so C- uh, CNN, under the leadership of Chris Licht and, and David Zaslav, has decided to veer to the right openly, nakedly, shamelessly. They had the disastrous Trump town hall last month, which resulted in viewers literally flocking away from CNN to the point where they're losing ratings to Newsmax, folks. Anderson Cooper came on to do triage where he scolded the rest of us and said, we need to live outside our silos. And people said, F you, you're normalizing right wing hate. Uh, credibility shot, internal uh, tumult and, and, and disarray. Uh, the credibility is being hurt. Uh, people inside, host producers, uh, are ashamed and embarrassed. Chris Licht doubled down. And in the Atlantic article that came out a few days ago, all the people have been talking shit about Chris Licht, but he decided he was going to end the career of one person, our friend, Asian American commentator mm-hmm. Kurt Bardella. Well, karma is a B. Uh, yep. Happy AAPI Heritage Month, folks. That was in May. Chris Licht, as of today, just got shit canned. And instead of you know them learning their lessons, lesson, they're going to double down and replace uh, Chris Licht with a more competent Tom Wamsbaggins from Succession to uh, fulfill this right wing mission towards courting MAGA that hates CNN. So this is where we are, and as a result of that. Just a few days ago, Nikki Haley, when she was given a town hall, as Jake Tapper sat there and said nothing. Absolutely not a fucking word. She used her 90 seconds to say the following. Mm -hmm. I know kids who are now suicidal because there are transgender kids taking their spot in sports. And she went on a rant and Jake Tapper said nothing. From the New Yorker staff writer Vincent Cunningham, a keenly observed novel of a young black man searching for his place in the world amidst a moment of historic change. Great Expectations is about David's 18 months working for the senator's presidential campaign. Along the way, David meets a myriad of people who raise a set of questions, questions of history, art, race, religion, and fatherhood that forced David to look at his own life anew and come to terms with his identity as a young black man and father in America. Inspired by the author's experiences working on Obama's 2008 presidential campaign, Cunningham uses a political campaign as his narrative backbone. 
Great Expectations will be one of the talked about novels of the year, Colin McCann. Great Expectations is available wherever books are sold. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities, healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country, immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun, and candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. You know what amazes me um, are a few things, because we have now seen uh, at the time of our recording, folks, uh, you have uh, Chris Christie, former governor of New Jersey. You have Mike Pence, uh, uh, the spineless jellyfish vice president of the United States that has only now thus developed, uh, you know, the temerity to take on Donald Trump, you know, the man that uh, tried to have him killed. Um, Literally. But- Literally. Um, and, and what amazes me is that these people, it doesn't matter who, who, the, who the front runner is. It doesn't matter if it's Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or Mike Pence or Nikki Haley or Vivek Ramaswamy or whomever. The entirety of the Republican Party believes another big lie, that the one million people in this country of 330 million, the one million people that actually identify as trans, the maybe 100, not 100,000, not 100 million, the 100 trans kids across the country who may be in sports, right, are the ones that are causing havoc across the country. They are apparently, according to the Republican Party, According to Mike Pence's uh, bullshit video that he put out where he wanted to loud traditional values and we need to return to God and traditional values. And that's what liberty and freedom is about. No, it is not. It actually isn't Um, that you want to use this marginalized minority of a minority community to be your Trojan horse, Mm. right, of distraction, because The reality is the Republican Party isn't doing anything to make the lives of the American people better. They're not dealing with gun violence that now we talk about literally every goddamn day. Mm. There is a headline. You mentioned Virginia. We will talk in a moment about the Stand Your Ground uh, Mm. case that just happened in Florida Mm. that robbed four black children of their mother. Mm. Right. So we will continue. There, there was a mass shooting at a Sweet 16. There was a mass shooting at a store. I mean, at a mall. Like, they're not talking about this, right? They just said to us, what, after the Tennessee shooting at the religious school, well, we're not going to fix it, right? Nope. We just, we just, we're not going to fix it. We just need to kind of learn how to deal with it. But the thing is, is that what I've seen so many times on social media is that the folks that tell us that guns don't kill people sure as fuck believe that books and dr- and, and and drag queens yeah. are what is are, are are what is destroying America. And it's and it's wild because the the other thing that folks need to understand, it ain't sticking. It ain't sticking. Mm. 
They're continuing on this, you know, this tirade and CNN is giving them plenty of rope, right? Plenty of room to talk their shit because both sides, because apparently Nazis in, in, you know, during the Holocaust would have needed to have a platform for both sides. Apparently slaveholders and the enslaved would have needed to have a crossfire on CNN. No, no, they, right? they need because statues and schools sides. named after them. Yeah. So I, I just think that folks need to understand there is no moderate member of the Republican Party. There is no person that is better than Donald Trump. There are those that are indicted and those that are not indicted. That's the only difference because the ideology of hate, homophobia, racism, transphobia, misogyny, uh, white supremacy, that is the thread that runs through this party. That is who they are, regardless of who they decide to make their candidate. And let's put it under the big tent of white supremacy. It's the ideology of white supremacy that is ultimately self-destructive. Um, and eventually, if given a chance between renting a room, sharing a room in the house or burning down the house, they will burn down the village, but they won't share. Mm. And we're witnessing that right now. You know, this is the death rattle of white supremacy turned into a death march. And as I've lamented, and now I say it more and more, how long will the majority, Danielle, keep bending the knee and handing over our neck to this radicalized minority? Because if you think about it, it's a minority. Donald Trump believes that climate change is a hoax created by mm -hmm. China. And the rest of us literally have to die just to placate a right-wing minority that is in bed with the oil and gas company, right? It is a minority that wants to ban books because it makes them feel uncomfortable. And because they are violent and loud, they're taking over school boards and we just sit there and, and just stay quiet. Mm -hmm. It is a minority that is wearing AR-15 pins to Congress. They replace the U.S. flag and they're wearing AR-15 pins in, in, in guns they trust. That's who they like. It's like they're... Mm -hmm. Magog, their statue that they kneel before, right? And we're sitting here as our kids are being shot. And I, and I want folks, because this is, it, it is changing people's opinions. When people see what these guns do to the bodies of kids, it, it changes their opinions. It shreds our children. Our children are literally being shredded to death. But we have to sit there and, and police ourselves and censor ourselves and moderate our righteous rage to placate the economic anxiety of white supremacy that is perfectly willing to die, to mm -hmm. die for its fictitious myths, right? And so I'm just curious to see, Danielle, when the majority will say enough is enough. Because speaking about the minority, here's a great example that just came out yesterday. Moms mm -hmm. of Liberty, tying things together. This right-wing group of just basically like a dozen or so moms funded by hardcore right-wing money, has been super successful in taking over school boards in nearly two dozen states, right? And you found out it's just a handful of them. So finally, Southern Poverty Law Center yesterday that, that does fantastic work in tracking extremism listed Moms of Liberty as one of the 2022-2023 hate groups and basically tracked how this small group of right-wing MAGA moms well-funded by right-wing money has literally uh, won in like 17 school boards, right? And so I sit there and think, what a fantastic example of just a small group of people mm -hmm. who are literally terrorizing the rest of us and we say nothing. And, and speaking about terror, and I think we have to talk about the costs here because it's not talked about. So you could sit there and say, all right, watch, okay, fine. 
both sides, political correctness, this and that. Folks, the reason why we talk about this and what, we warning, what we've been warning on the show is that there is a cost. The cost is in blood, and it comes from our communities. I'm going to read to you what happened yesterday in Glendale, California. Here's the, here's the opening lead from Washington Post. A brawl broke out Tuesday as hundreds of protesters supporting and opposing LGBTQ rights gathered outside a Southern California school district headquarters where board members were deciding whether to recognize June as Pride Month. And if you saw the video, what happened, Danielle? <laughs> I mean, I, you know, a brawl, like, like you said. Violence. Please. Yeah. Because that's what I, I mean, you know, I we we saw this. We saw the beginning of this right during covid when these school boards would gather to to put in place mask mandates. We saw parents flipping tables, punching out teachers. Mm. Right. Like this is this has become the norm. Right. Where. You just utilize violence as a way to terrorize individuals into getting your way. That's right. Pride Month has been something that has been a part of this country and for the last several, I I would say probably at least the last decade plus, Mm. right? Like it's always, it's, but it's been corporatized, right? Capitalism has, has sunken its teeth into pride. Um, up until recently with the, you see the attacks on Target and Budweiser, but this has been going on for the longest time. But because the Republicans can't come up with any policies or solutions that actually better the lives of Americans, what they do instead is create 400 and some odd bills to terrorize the people that they think you don't like, right? And so now where it has been the norm to put up rainbow, uh, you know, I guess, rainbow swag on your corporate website, sell things at Target, you know, turn everything into a rainbow for the month of June has now turned into, you know, an all out brawl Yeah. to recognize. something. So it's just like my whole thing with these people is just. I, I said this, I'm like, if you don't like a book, don't fucking read it. You don't want an abortion, don't have one. You don't want, you know, you don't want, you don't like drag queens, don't go to a show, yeah. right? You don't, you don't like the, the, the rainbow inclusivity that Target is selling, don't buy it. The inability the of these people, past that section. Yeah, just the inability past that section. Of, these, of these people to just literally do what it is their Bible tells them to do, turn the other fucking way, is like absolutely impossible. So unless the world is created in the image and under the theocracy that they want, they can't deal. And so that dealing turns into all out brawls and violence against those that they see are encroaching upon their ability to be homophobic, transphobic and racist. Well, that's exactly it. See, white supremacy has always been terrified of its own shadow because its shadow is black. It, it, It operates from fear. Uh, and miserliness and insecurity. And the replacement theory uh, that we've talked about on the show, the anti-Semitic conspiracy theory that is now mainstreamed thanks to the GOP, that literally comes from the swamps of the KKK and Nazis, says that Jews and people of color and women and LGBTQ are literally replacing, replacing Western civilization, which is code word for white Christian men and women in Europe and America. 
And the funny thing is, is from our perspective, we just want equality. That's it. We don't want special status, just equal status. But as has been said, equality for those in power looks like what? Oppression. Mm-hmm. And the number one motivator for Trump voters has never been economic anxiety. It's been cultural anxiety. They're replacing us. They're replacing us. And so it's two fundamentally different visions of America, Daniel. Do you choose to live in an America with a big tent, a multiracial, multicultural coalition where I don't have to like you and I don't have to agree with you, but I agree that your child should be able to go to school with peace and security and not get shredded. Go to your church, go to your mosque, go to your synagogue. I'm going to go hail Satan. You know, I'm not. I'm a practicing Muslim. I'm giving you an example, though, folks. People are like, Wajah has become <laughs> Satan. Daniel made Wajah the Satanist. You know, it's like literally like you go to friggin' Subway, eat the vegan burger. You hate vegans, go for the turkey sandwich. You know, I am now in my old age lactose intolerant. I love the fact that there's non-dairy options. It helps me. If you think it's gross uh, and, and like, frigging lefty and liberal and weak drink your whole milk and fart i don't care but the fact fact that we have options makes life easier and and this is where i've been warning my community about this and specifically i'm talking about muslims and people people of color asian south asians i've been telling leaders that the the rubber is going to hit the road on the lgbtq issue have you been educating our community have you been talking about it because it's they're gonna fall for the rope-a-dope, and lo and behold, as we're discussing this, Montgomery County, Virginia, who is being used like chickens for Colonel Sanders to advance the book bans against LGBTQ? Do you want to take a guess, Danielle? I'm going to assume that it is South Asians, Black folks, and, those <laughs> and, Muslims. That would, and Muslims that would otherwise... Uh, not be on board, but you see, you want to link again, link arms around the hatred, link arms around the cruelty towards marginalized people and think that if you align yourself with your oppressor, then somehow you will be oppressed less. Dear friends, history shows us time and time again, that ain't the fucking case. They come for the first low hanging fruit and then they come for the whole fucking tree. So that's that, that's the message there. No, I mean, that's exactly what you, I mean, what, what saddens me is that you have religious educated Muslim parents now, the face of this fight, uh, literally being co-opted by a right-wing movement that hates Muslims and under the guise of, uh, parents' rights are now choosing to quote unquote opt out or have their kids opt out of what they say is a mandated LGBTQ plus books, right? And what they don't realize is the same group that is using them will turn against them because who do they hate just as much as gays? Maybe a little bit less right now. We've been bumped to number two. Muslims, well, actually, Black's number one permanently. So we'll give Black, I concede to you, Danielle, and your people. Black's number one, it's already there. Number two has been Muslims for the past 20 years. Islamic threat, Sharia is a threat to America. The same playbook that they're using in CRT, they used leading up to the 2010 midterms, and said Sharia is a threat to America. Can you define Sharia? We cannot, but we know it's a threat and it's coming for American values. Can you define CRT? We cannot, but we know it's coming for our kids. Do you see the similarities, folks? And now you got brown and black Muslim parents in Montgomery uh, leading the charge. And now what they're saying, conservatives are like, look, look, who would have thought that Muslims who take their religion seriously, much more so than our white Christian friends, are actually leading the way. And we knew it. Uh, They're openly bragging. This schism between the left and Muslims was going to happen. 
it is coming over. They're openly bragging about it. And I'm like, Muslims, do you not see that you are halal chickens entering into the mouth of Colonel Sanders? And they don't see it. They don't see it, Danielle. And meanwhile, what saddens me is this is what's gone these suburban parents out of their chairs, away from their cul-de-sacs, onto the streets. Not climate change, not friggin' mm-hmm. mass shooters, not the fact that our books are being banned, but the butt sex. The butt sex, Danielle. That's what's gotten them to come out. It's so shameful. Hey, I'm Alok, the host of Build the Change, a brand new podcast from Mac Blue about the people at the center of progress. Join us on a journey across the country as we uncover stories about the everyday folks working together to build something bigger than themselves. Real change. You'll hear from students in Appalachia advocating for LGBTQ-friendly books in their communities. Healthcare workers providing telehealth abortions across the country. Immigrant farm workers fighting for their safety in the blazing sun. And candidates in states with razor-thin margins. Listen to Build the Change now wherever you get your podcasts. It is, I mean, it is completely and totally shameful. It is nothing new. And, you know, it is going to be up to Democrats and, you know, progressives to be able to take back the narrative, right? That, you know, this is Martin Niemöller's poem, Come to Life, again. Mm. This is, you know, the reality that if you think that they are, oh, it's just about, uh, you know, states' rights as it pertains to abortion. And now they're trying to end abortion across the country. Another thing that Mike Pence said in his video, right, uh, release uh, as running for president. I'm going to make sure that every state, there is no there is no abortion because we love life here. You love life so much, but you won't do dick about uh, mass shootings. You won't do dick about the number one killer of children in this country, which is not cancer, which is not heart disease, which is not, you know, anything that is outside of our Not power. drag queens and not woke books. It's guns. As of last yeah, year, the guns. number one killer of children in America is gun violence. So don't tell me that you care about life and you care about kids when you refuse to take on the one thing, the number one thing that is killing them. But I think that what's important here, and this is, you know, I I, want to transition into one of the most horrific stories that I've heard as of late. But it is really, this goes back to safety. It goes back to parents. It goes back to all of the ways that this racist, hateful, fascist rhetoric Mm comes into real life every single day, folks. It isn't just about, oh, the book bans, and it isn't just about the drag bans, and it isn't just about the trans students, which 30% of the, only 30% of the population knows a trans person. That means 70% of the population is susceptible to the lies and bullshit being spread because a majority of people don't know a trans person. When was the last time, Danielle, if you don't want me asking you, a trans okay let's i'm gonna ask you two questions when was the last time a trans person bothered you ever number one and when was the last time a trans person bumped into you in a public bathroom um never and oh let me think about it never um never and 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 because how could like that's what i'm saying it's just it's so it's so crazy to me 
But the lack of responsibility around connecting the dots between the rhetoric and the policies that are being written and then the violence that mm, we are seeing happen is really problematic. So take us to Florida. Yeah. So in Florida, right, which many of you have probably heard this story already. If you watched MSNBC this week and you watched Joy Reid uh, do uh, a segment on IJK Owens, AJ Owens, mm. a black woman, mother of four, whose children were being harassed and physically assaulted by their white neighbor over the course of many, many months. But most recently, the children were playing in a field by the woman's house, not in the woman's backyard, mm. not in her fucking front yard, in a field, public field by the woman's house. The children left behind their, um, their iPad. The white woman stole the iPad, then threw it, breaking it um, uh, towards the kids. By the way, the kids were like, nine and 10 years old. This is a grown ass woman. So I, I just want people to understand this. They go like any other children would to go tell their mother what happened. The mother, like any other parent or caregiver would do, took the child and went to the woman's home wanting to speak to her about one, stop harassing my children. And like, what is the actual problem here? And she actually and called them the N-word. She used racial yes. uh, slurs against these kids. And so instead of the woman coming to the door and having a civil conversation like neighbors would, she opened fire with the door still closed, shot and killed AJ mm. Owens in front of her nine-year-old son. Mm. This is not the first time that we've heard this story of neighbors killing neighbors. This is not the first time that we have had to bear the fact that children are witness to gun violence mm. in this country. But the fact is, this is in Florida, a stand your ground state as of mm. 2005. The reason why the woman uh, was not arrested immediately is because stand your ground puts the burden of proof on police to figure out whether or not the person who did the shooting was actually standing their ground and had the ability to use force because that's what that law states. Did you, you can meet force with force. Mm -hmm. When did knocking on your neighbor's door become force, right? When did asking your neighbor not to harass your children become a threatening act? And so now after several days and lawyers getting involved and the public are getting involved in this becoming a national headline, the woman has since, uh, I believe her name is uh, Susan Louise Lorenx, uh, uh, has been arrested. She's been charged with manslaughter and several other crimes um, and is 58 years old and has finally been picked up off the street. But is that going to bring back A.J. Owens, this black woman? No, it is not. But this is a state where Ron DeSantis has told us that Woke goes to die, a.k.a. where black and brown people go to die if white people are uncomfortable with their mere presence. And also, let's remind folks that the NAACP and also, I think, uh, Human Rights Watch. Hope uh, Human Rights Campaign. Human Rights Campaign uh, did an advisory warning folks, black folks and LGBTQ folks from going to Florida. Uh, and I'll also like to add, when it comes to stand your ground, I want to remind folks that the man who choked the black man to death on the subway is seen as a hero. Ron DeSantis praised him. 
the white men who lynched and killed Ahmad Arbery for literally running in his neighborhood uh, were initially out and free. Uh, and the, they thought the video would actually exonerate them. Uh, but due to the outrage, that's what finally got the prosecution and them to get convicted. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse should have just minded his business, didn't, went to a BLM bro- protest, shot and killed two folks, is a hero. The McCloskeys, uh, rich white uh, uh, folks in the suburbs, uh, took out their guns, illegally brandished it against peaceful BLM protesters who were just walking by. They were given prime real estate at the 2020 RNC, folks, and that guy McCloskey ran for office uh, and thankfully lost. And we've seen uh, in the past, I think just the month, uh, the black kid who made the mistake of accidentally ringing the doorbell in the wrong house, he had mm-hmm. no idea. The dude shot at him, all right? Mm-hmm. The woman who accidentally like drove her car. Uh, in, U-turn uh, yeah, did in the upstate U-turn, New York. Shot, shot. at, shot, shot at. Uh, uh, Brianna Taylor, who made the mistake of sleeping while black, uh, shot and killed. So stand your ground, historically in America, has meant if Whitey doesn't like you, Mm-hmm. If you blink at Whitey the wrong way, if you don't tip your hat, if you whistle or allegedly whistle at a white woman, your life is forfeit. That's what happened to Emmett Till. And now it's expanded beyond just black lives. It also was indigenous lives, Native Americans, Chinese, Japanese. And back in the day, it was the Irish folks. For those who are, who are Irish and white, you weren't considered white in this country. If you're listening and you're Italian and white, you will not, you are not considered white. If you're Jewish, you are not considered white. If you see the dots being connected, it's anybody and everybody who does not ascribe to white Christian supremacy, including white folks, Danielle, including mm-hmm. Mike Pence. So if you're white listening to this, your white skin will not protect you unless you go along with the fascist ticket all the way in. And so I want to just bring back things full circle. These issues that you think do not affect you, trans kids being uh, affected, black women being affected, right? Ah, that doesn't bother me. I'm not trans. I'm not black. Who cares? They're coming after you. Climate change, eh, who cares? I don't live in New York. We breathe the same air. We live in the same earth. Mm -hmm. We're all connected. So you better stand up because right now they're going after the Uh, Native Americans, the undocumented, black women and trans kids, they're going to go after you if Republicans win in 2024. And at the very least, me and Danielle, we're here trying to sound the alarm and warn you like Paul Revere. But because we ain't white, we wouldn't be given a hero's welcome. They'd shoot us off the damn horse. Mm, 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 mm. Folks, (laughs) that is where we are at the end of this show. Um, 2024 is going to be, was, I think, probably the wildest year we have seen yet. And that is Mm. coming off of a pandemic, an orange sky that is out of my window right now. Mm. Uh, The proliferation of guns, the real life lived effects of climate change, economic instability, like we are in for it. And I just pray, as Waj laid out, that folks, you don't fall for the rope-a-dope. And it is not just about you that are listening because we know that you you get it. It is about spreading the message to those family members, those colleagues, and those right. friends that think that politics don't affect them or they don't want to get involved. 
now is the time. Now is the time. Um, and we need as many people as possible to be conscious, to be engaged, and to get activated. Thank you Ameen. for listening. Hallelujah. Allah Hallelujah. Thank you for listening to Democracy-ish. I'm Danielle Moody. And I'm Wajahat Ali, uh, and I can still see Danielle barely. <laughs> we will be back next week in a haze of smoke <laughs> if, in fact, we do have a country left. Inshallah. Inshallah.